Good, it's good, it's good. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, one more time. So the Gemara had a stira to end of yesterday's year. What was the stira? The basic question was, is the, is the schos to do the chumas adeshen? What's the chumas adeshen, the removal of the ashes? Is that done via lottery? Or is anyone allowed to do that? Because the Mishnah first said, whoever wants to do the Chumas Adashen should do what? Get up early, go to the mikvah, Chumas Adashen. Then the Mishnah said that the Mimayna, the one in charge, would come and knock on the door and said, okay, whoever went to the mikvah, come and be involved in the lottery for the Chumas Adashen. So says the, ask the Gemara, is this chos, is the right to be involved in the Chumas Adashen only via lottery, or anyone. First, the Mishnah sounded like anyone could do it. Then the Mishnah sounded like it's via lottery. The Gemara had two answers. The first answer was, it's a history game. There's a timeline that we have to know. What's the timeline? Says the Gemara that originally it was not done via lottery. How originally what did it work? Originally, the way that it worked was... Whoever wanted to do the Chumas Adashen was allowed. What happened? Kehanim came. Kehanim, God bless you, Benny. Kehanim came. Kehanim wanted, thank you very much. Kehanim wanted to be able to do the Chumas Adashen. Okay, so what happens? They show up. They show up. <coughs> they show up. And whoever gets there first does the Chumas Adashen. What happens? We all know. Anytime. You make it that whoever comes first gets it, and whoever comes second does not get it. Which, by the way, parenthetically, what do you see? You see that if the guy that comes second is also going to get it, there's no reason to push. The only reason to push is if it's only the first guy that gets it. Ah, now there's a reason to push, because there's only one. But if there's enough for the guy number one, guy number two, guy number three, guy number ten, the guy number 100, guy number 200, why are you pushing? Okay, that's just on the side. But says the Gemara, so what happened? Guy number one would come, great, but then eventually they got a lot of kehanim, and it started being a bad dash, chasing up the Mizbeach ramp to get there first, and one day they're chasing up their neck and neck to kehanim, and who's going to get there first, who's going to get there first, what do you do? You get a little bit caught up in the moment sometimes, and boom, throws him off the ramp and breaks his leg. So they made a takana, no more, no more chase for the chumas adeshin, for the removal of the ashes, and rather, we're going to do it in the pais. We'll do it via lottery. So says the Gemara, the stira in the Mishnah is not a stira. Originally, it was done without a lottery. Afterwards, it was done with a lottery. Answer number one of Abayo. Rava's answer was, and I like to read that line again, Rava Amar, we're four lines into the wide lines of Chavches and Aleph. One line right before the Mishnah. Rav Omar, Aidi, Vidi, both of the cases in the Mishnah is the Akhar Taikana. The whole Mishnah is discussing after this Taikana, which was that they gave it out via lottery. This is how you read the Mishnah, meaning, even though the Mishnah seemed to have indicated originally that it was done not via lottery, says Rav, no, you have to read the whole Mishnah as one case. Misha who writes a love you live whoever wants to come to the Shumas Adeshin, how? 
via lottery, then mashkin v'tevel atzliyav ha'moyne should get up and go to the mikvah before the memoyna, before the memoyna comes. So two answers how to learn the Mishnah. Uh, how to learn the Mishnah. Continues the new Mishnah on the bottom of Chavches Amir Aleph. And now we're getting close to the time as the Mamayna is coming early in the morning. The Mamayna is coming. What is he going to do again? He's going to wake everyone up. After the Mamayna wakes everyone up, what's going to be next? He's going to perform the Pais. He's going to perform the lottery like we just said. Says the Mishnah on the bottom of Chavches Amir Aleph. Notal what does the Mamayna take? He takes the key. He takes the key. The key that's sitting underneath the floor, underneath the block, um, in the floor of the base. Amigdash in the base. And he opens up the Pishbesh. What's the Pishbesh? The Pishbesh is basically a door, but it's a door within a door. If you have a massive door, and in this massive door was a smaller door within it. That is the Pishbesh, which is <clears throat> the small door within the larger door in the base ha Maikad. Vinichnas and the Mamaina. Again, who is the Mamaina? The Mamaina is the Kayin that is in charge of the Payasais, that's in charge of the lotteries, etc. Vinichnas mi base ha Maikad la Azara. So he goes from the Beis HaMaikud, which is where they all slept, as we learned already in the beginning of the Mesechda, Azara to the Azara. And who else entered? V'nichnesu, and all the other Koyhanim, V'nichnesu, Shar HaKoyhanim, Acharov. And the other Koyhanim, the other Koyhanim, would enter with him. And what were they holding? This is very early in the morning. And they're holding two torches of fire so they could see where they are going. So again, and now, if we had the picture, you would see that they're going to go out of the Beis HaMaikad. Again, the Beis HaMaikad is the larger, uh, larger uh, building, larger structure with the kippah, with the domed roof. Now they're going to exit the base of Maikad. They're going to split in two. And basically what we're going to do now is we're going to be doing a perimeter check around the entirety of the base of Migdash to ensure everything is in the right place to begin the day. So says the Mishnah, what would they do? They would nechliku, they would split up l'shtei kitais, two groups, kita, like a class. They would split up into two groups. Elu, one group of kayhanim, would go out of the base of my God, and they would go on top of the Achsadra, Derech Mizrach. They would go eastward. They would go one way. And the other group, to make it simple, we go out of the door, one group goes right, one group goes left. We're going to go around in the big rectangular, around the walls of the base of Migdash, and then checking what's going on. What would they do? They would go, they would be checking, they would be inspecting. What are they inspecting? They're inspecting all the kalim. They're inspecting to make sure there's no tum anywhere. They would be checking and going ad until until they reach a room, which is the room that they make the chavitim, 
What are the chavitim? Chavitim is a type of, uh, like a pancake type of doughy type of uh, carbon cake that was brought with some of the carbon ice. So they went all the way around till they reached this room of the Isa chavitim. Higiu elu elu. So what happens when two groups go around in a square, go around in a circle, what happens eventually? You meet up, you hit each other. So higiu elu elu. What happens when they reach each other? Amru. They would say to each other, Shalom, Shalom, Hakol, Shalom. Everything is good. We didn't find any issues. Each group would tell the next when they met that everything is in order. Hamidu, what happened after they made sure that everything was in order? Hamidu, they started to do what? Isa Chavitim. They started to, they woke up those that made the Chavitim, this griddle pancake type of dough, to start preparing the chavitim, which began by boiling up the water for the chavitim. So part A of our Mishnah teaches us that what would they do? The Mamayna would come, unlock the gate, two groups of kaihanim come out, split up, walk along the walls of the Beis HaMikdash to check and make sure everything is in order to start off the day. Continues the Mishnah. What happens in the morning? So we already know what's going to happen next. Misha Zacha, he who won the what? Litram Esam Ezbeach. This chos to be tyrim. This chos to do the Chumas Adashen, the removal of the ashes from the Mizbeach. Who Yitroim? He would go up and be tyrim. Separate and remove the ashes from the Mizbeach. Vehim. And what would the other Kayhanim do? They would say to the one that won the rights, won the lottery to remove the ashes, have a zayir. Be careful to do what? Shaloi tiga bakli. Do not touch the kli. Do not touch the, the, the shovel, the fire pan that you're using to remove the ashes. Because that fire pan is a kli sharis, is one of the kalim of the Besa Migdash. Ad. You shouldn't touch it until what? Until you go and you do kiddush yadayim v'raglayim. What does that mean? How do you sanctify your hands and legs? Minakir from the kir. What does that mean? The kir was the water basin structure with all those spouts coming out of all the sides. And the kohanim, before they started the avayda, would go, open up the spout, put their hands, legs underneath it, wash off their hands and legs, sanctifying their hands, making them tahar, then you could touch the kalim. Parenthetically, this is one of the reasons why it's brought down in halacha, one is supposed to wash his hands before davening. Why? Just like the kayhanim early in the morning before the first kayin takes the shovel to go remove the ashes from the mizbeach, they said, wait, don't touch the shovel. Why not? Because your hands aren't tar. Why aren't your hands tar? Because you didn't wash them yet. So they went to the kiyar and they washed their hands and legs. That's one of the reasons why it's brought down. That before we daven, we also are supposed to wash our hands. Because our tefillah, our davening, is mimicking the avayda in the Beis HaMikdash. This continues the Mishnah. The Hare HaMachta, the Machta, this coal pan, was where Nisuna was placed in the corner It was waiting between the ramp and the Mizbeach, on the western side 
of the ramp. That's where the fire pan would be waiting for the Kayin in the morning. Before he would touch it, he would go wash his hands and his legs, and then he would go and begin the Chumas Hadeshen, the removal of the ashes. Continues the Mishnah. We're on the last line of Chavches Amir Aleph. Ein Adam Nechnas Imai. No one would enter with him. Who's him? The Kayin that is removing the ashes. The first Avaida in the morning. No one would enter into the Beis Amikdash between the Ulam and the Kevesh with him. V'loi ner biyadai. And he wouldn't hold a candle in his hand. Ella. Rather, mahalech la'ar hama'arocha. How would he see? How would he see? It's very, very early in the morning. There's no light yet. He saw from the ar, the light of the marocha. What's the marocha? We have to get that word as we're going to see extensively about it in the coming, uh, the coming gemaras. What's the marocha? The marocha is the fire on top of the mizbeach. Not a little uh, twigs, a big bonfire on top of the mizbeach. That would be lighting up the way for the Kayin to come in and see what's going on. The other Kayhanim, who are not in the Beis HaMikdash, would not be able to see him. Why would they not be able to see him? Because the ramp of the Mizbeach would be blocking him. Realize how big the ramp is. Sometimes we think the Mizbeach is a small structure. Now realize that the ramp, if I'm standing up, the ramp is so large that if you're on that side, you're not going to see me. So if I'm over here about to pick up the shovel, and the Kahanim are on that side, which is where they were, they would not be able to see me due to the fact that the ramp was blocking them. We turn over to Chavches Amid base. Chavches Amid base. The Kahanim would not see him, and they would not be able to hear him. So now how would the Kahanim know what's going on? There's one Kayin that's walking in. He's going to wash his hands and legs. He's going to pick up the fire pan. He's going to remove the ashes. But how does everyone else know what's going on? What would they hear? The sound of the eights, which is the wood. What wood? Sha'asa ben Katin. Ben Katin, that's his name. He created a mechanism out of wood. Mukhni, a mechanism. La Kiyar. For the Kiyar. It was a mechanism. The Kiyar was this massive water basin. How to get filled up with water? There was no plumbing. So the way you got filled up with water is that there's a well underneath the ground. But how do you get the water from the well into the Kiyar? So they had this Mukhni, this mechanism made out of wood that Ben Katin designed that lowered down the whole Kiyar into the ground and then raised it back up. So this Kayin, who's the first one to come in every day, and he needs to wash his hands, he needs to get water. So he would move this mechanism, which would lower the whole Kiyar down, and bring the whole Kiyar up. So the other Kayhanim, who couldn't see or hear what was going on, they would be able to hear what? The movement. Imagine like, you know, you hear the movement of those wheels, of the wooden structures turning to lower the Kiyar into the water to fill it up, for the washing of his hands. And what would the Kayhanim say? When they would hear that, they would say, the time has come, the time has come that he's washing his hands and his legs, which means he's about to perform the Chumas Hadashen. The time has come for the Avaidah to begin. Let's just try 
to quickly finish up the Mishnah. We're really out of time. That's another 60 seconds. So now, after he washed his hands, what would he do? He would take the fire pan of silver. He would go up the ramp. He would clear out the coals. From here and here. The chayta, and he'd pick up the fire pan, he'd pick up the innermost coals that were completely consumed, and then Yorad, he would go down from the ramp, he'd reach a certain place in the floor of the Azara, Hafach, Panav, and he turned to the north, to the Safain, Halach, Mizrachesh, Al Kavis, one of the things you have to look at a picture, he would go the east of the ramp. Ke'eser Amois, ten Amois away. Tzabar, he would pile up all the gacholim that he just took off the Mizbech, al-gabi ritzwa on the ground. Rochik min ha-kevesh shal-shal three tvachim away from the ramp. Makim shenaistan muras ha'oif, the place where they put the muras ha'oif, part of the avayda of any oilas ha'oif, any karba oil of a bird. Tishon Mizbech ha-panimi, the cleaning out of the inside Mizbeach was also placed in that area of Edishan HaMenayra. So basically he would come down. There's a special place on the floor that three items were placed. The coals, the ash that he just took off the Mizbeach, the Muryas Oif, part of the carbon Oilas Oif, the bird, and the clearing out of the Menayra were all placed in his pile on the floor. Siat Deshmael, pick it up from the Gemara in the next year.